The following program is produced and furnished in conjunction with Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings, who are entirely responsible for its content. Sorry, guys, you are on your own. This is the Federal Football Report, a weekly wrap-up of all things Burgundy and Gold. The Federal Football Report on Federal News Radio. Here are your hosts, Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings. Welcome back, everybody, to the Federal Football Report. He's Kevin Stanfield, despite what the name on his Zoom uh, account says right there. It doesn't say Kevin Stanfield. We'll talk about it in a second. Like what it says, I'm Claude Jennings. Uh, Yeah, here to talk burgundy and gold, all things considered. Got a big game this week against the Giants. It's big in a lot of people's careers. (laughs) I think that this, lose this one. (laughs) What a must win. This is literally a do or die game. Literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do or die game uh, here for the Burgundy and Gold for uh, the Commanders. But we'll talk a little bit about that. Just fell in dramatic fashion, uh, by the way, um, uh, to Seattle. A winnable game. And and, and here's where you, where I think I'm stuck. Uh, and the winnable, the, the games that they win seem sometimes to be losable. And the games that they lose seems to be winnable. But I guess that means that they're winning the games they're supposed to win and they're losing the games they're supposed to lose. I don't I don't know where where to put this team. I will say this. You know, the games that I without Chase and without Sweat, I don't like what I see. I didn't like what I saw when I was when they were here, but I don't like what I see right now. I'm just saying, Kevin, I don't like it. I don't. Well, you know, going back to the archives, we can pull clips from shows that we've had for the past X number of years where we've been doing this show. And the thing about this team has always been whenever they absolutely positively need to stop somebody, they can't do it. <laughs> they, they just can't do it. They say, if we stop them here, we win the game. It just, there's a 99% chance, and I'm not a stats guy, but I'm sure the analytics will say somewhere, do they need to stop? It ain't going to happen. <laughs> right? So you're sort of resigned to that fact, right? You know, and especially like, like, um, I'm a, a Geno Smith fan, you know, ever Me since too. West Virginia, but, mm-hmm. but he is what he is, right? You know, he, he, um, you know, he's never shown the consistency uh, in performance throughout the league, but he shows the, the, the football smarts and enough of it so that he's still in the league, right? You know, he had stints with the Giants and, and everywhere else that he's played. I forget all the places he's played, right? I think it was with the Ravens for a week, but, mm-hmm. but, but that's the type of guy that will do a Jack Del Rio defense damage <laughs> because you always know where, where to go with the ball, especially. And what, 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 what makes me say that is Jack Del Rio's defense has always had problems with young quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. If you know this, if, if this is a young quarterback, they're going up against, uh, they, they always know where to go with the ball because it's so easy to read. You can't, you can't, there's no, I mean, even if he tries to trick him or disguise, he ends up confusing his own team more than he does the opposing <laughs> defense. So this, you know, I'm, I'm rooting for the burgundy and gold, but it, it's, it, it is what it is. You knew what was going to happen. And by the you way, know. in case you're wondering, Kevin's uh, Zoom name here on this call that we've got going on here is Fire Del Rio. In case you're wondering where he stands <laughs> on Jack, Jack Del Rio. You know what? Though? Interesting you should say that because I'm listening, as I always do, as, and as everyone should do after a game. I was listening to uh, Rick Doc Walker oh, this week, and he, he put it in perspective. He said, well, why are you going to fire him? You're not going nowhere now. Why let him off the hook? <laughs> <laughs> right. You're, you're going to have to finish here. this season. You're going to have to finish right. the season, bro. You yeah. Eat all your vegetables, Jack. You made it. <laughs> you yeah. cooked it. Yeah. You're yeah. eating all your vegetables. So, yeah, I'm, I put that on there because that has been my theme because uh, we, we live in an age of uh, – statistics and 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 fantasy and mm-hmm. and people want guys you know that's why every game no matter what happened no matter what the outcome of, we got people praising sam howell now oh we found the golden boy we got the quarterback you know and you know we lost <laughs> right right well and, and, he, we and, here's, and here's what's funny i'm hearing this right and you know among some of the things you know i, I, I help with the post game show with scott jackson our good friend scott jackson and and oh, yes, and 
And Scott Jackson went off on the post game show this because people were, were he, he made the exact same point that you made. And the only reason I'm saying he made it first is because I heard him say it first. I know you right, already right. felt this way. I'm, I'm saying it all the time. Yeah, you yeah. were saying it here first. <laughs> but but what Scott said was, why is everybody acting like you have to make some sort of long term commitment to Sam How now? No, you don't. Like, why do we actually have to figure out that he's the guy now? No, we don't. And number one, he hasn't shown that. I mean, look. If you want to say, I'm comfortable with staying here while we build other places. I don't want to keep going on this quarterback carousel. We're continuously looking for the next guy when no one who would walk through those doors or who's available even through the draft coming up next year would be an obvious replacement. This is his first year. I want him to at least play out his rookie contract. Cool. But why are people like, we found our guy of the future? What have you seen <laughs> that makes you think you found your <laughs> like what? Okay, he, he, make, he makes some throws. He's in the NFL. He should be able to make some throws. What do you mean? Well, he can make some of the throws. Yeah, yes. He plays in the NFL. He should be. Well, you know, he he threw for over 300 yards. Okay, that happens all the time. And teams still lose like they did. Would you rather he throw 220 with, you know, one touchdown and they win? I'd rather have the win. I, yeah. And so I just don't know. It, what, what it reminds me, what it reminds me, it reminds me of two things. It reminds me of someone just trying to find silver lining in a bad situation. And so I think that they're just trying to use him as well. At least we found our quarterback. Like, no, please, please, please don't, please don't do that. I don't think you have. And then two, it reminds me of like masters of deflection. You know, I don't want to talk mm. about all this other stuff. Let's talk about Sam Howe, because that's probably the least thing we can criticize right now, because he is essentially in his first year, his first year playing as a starter. Um, and he's putting up numbers. You know, you got the analytics and stuff like that. Okay, and he's putting up numbers. Uh, it's hard to criticize that when everything else you can pretty much criticize, except Brian Robinson, except they won't give him the ball. I have no clue. He was He was killing it, killing it Sunday. Let's stop giving it to him. I don't understand. I don't, I just don't get it. Well, it's, it's, um, you know, <laughs> Eric B. Enemy said today, as we recorded this, he had his, um, his weekly uh, press conference and someone asked him about that. And he, he said, sort of tongue in cheek, he said, I used to have a hat. I used to, because, you know, he was running back out of Colorado. I, I used to have a hat. I would wear the say run the ball, but I hung around Andy Reid too much. Right. <laughs> you know, it's, I, I'm looking at it like at this point, um, he's looking at his offensive line and thinking that that at this point they're just better at pass blocking, and it may be because that's the kind of team that they built. They built a guys, a bunch of guys who take that first step backwards first. They're more comfortable going backwards than they are uh, <laughs> going forward. Right? It's there was one, uh, uh, there was a late hit on. Uh, on, I forget who it was on, and they came, uh, the linemen came to defend their player, but they just didn't know what to do, right? You know, yeah, <laughs> they yeah, didn't know yeah. how to be aggressive in well, defending <laughs> the player, right? You know, like, like I guess they were using harsh language or something. Right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, going to give you a piece was... of my mind. Yeah. As opposed to yeah. just pushing them. Yeah. 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 Once you push them, they'll understand what you mean, right? And they're not gonna get thrown out of the game. But uh but then again, like uh, what happened with they threw the rookie out of the game for playing football. So that's uh, that was that, that was, was crazy. So, I did not understand. Yeah. I mean, if you wanted to give him a fifteen yard penalty and a warning, okay, because he did I mean, he led with his helmet, I get that, but to eject them, he has no history of that kind of play. He's not an aggressive player. He weighs 158 pounds. Like he's not taking anybody out. Like that's just not that's not his thing. The guy came back in the game three or four plays later, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was locking, it was wasn't funny. it? It was locking. Uh, he was clutching the fourth. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> absolutely. And, and it was it was clear that it wasn't blatant, right? He he tried he tried to lead with his shoulder, but the shoulder is very close in my body, at least. To my head, right? <laughs> the, 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 there's nothing closer to your shoulder than your head. And, you know, I mean, honestly, when you think about it, there's not another extremity. You know what I mean? Like maybe yeah, your collarbone, but and then there's no other extremity on your body. Your head is closer to your shoulder than your elbow is to your shoulder. <laughs> right. Like it's right. the closest thing. Like, <laughs> and the officials didn't do it. And they said they called from New York. 
New York, right? You know, <laughs> what did they have to do with it, right? You know, they're not watching any of the rest of the game. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's another thing. First of all, in New York, why are you even watching this game? Like, what is so what is so exhilarating about a Commander Seattle game on a Sunday afternoon that you're watching it? Number yeah, one, yeah, to view yeah. anything. Why are you even watching yeah. this game? Uh, yeah, but it's it's, uh, it's 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 disappointing. It wasn't surprising. I guess, I guess that's a good way to, to to clarify this. It was disappointing to me because. I want them to win every game. I'm a fan. I want them to win every single game. You, you know, the, we, we've said it on this show, right? You know, except for a few superstars, all these teams are basically, basically the same. It's the <laughs> attitude they come into the game with, the the aggression, the the, the hostility, as Doc would say, right? It's mm-hmm. those things. And and this team just doesn't show enough of it, right? You know, uh, the offense scores a lot of points. Uh, Sam throws a, a three-yard pass to um, – to Robinson, Brian Robinson runs fifty yards, right? Mm-hmm. Also, the mm-hmm. stat, Sam stats are uh, uh, inflated. He threw some, he had some uh, nice passes, right? They weren't, I mean, like you said, NFL passes. He could yeah. throw the ball twenty yards. I can throw it twenty-five. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's it. You know, and and you know what? A lot of people in the league Sunday threw passes and they got caught, right? You know, so yeah, yeah. yeah you know, I'm I'm happy that I'm happy for Sam. We had a conversation once. Uh, you, uh, it was you, me, and my good friend Rodney, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Our good friend Rodney. Which, by the way, well, Rodney got to come back on next weekend because of the Commanders Giants. So. Oh yeah, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, he he should have been here today. Looking forward to it, right? Because we got to talk about Mister Devito. But uh, <laughs> I made a statement once that. <clears throat> You know, I, I I love the way Sean Taylor played, but to me, he was just a good player. That's that's just right. me, right? You did. I remember you saying that. In this generation, that's the only thing that this generation has seen to a great player, right? So that's why, um, you know, they they worship Sean Taylor, right? You know, they really do. Now, I, you know, it was, of course, it was unfortunate the way you know way he uh, passed and all that, oh, right? Of course, and I'm yeah, yeah. Not trying to diminish that at all, but people will discuss Sean Taylor like he was the best player in the history of the franchise. You know, the the tribute, the the mannequin tribute they put up. <laughs> yeah, the you know, robot thing they made. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> things like that, right? You know, it was like there was no there was no other player for this team, this this three Super Bowl winning team, by the way, before Sean Taylor got here. Yeah. You know, but and that's what we're experiencing now with Sam Howell. We're experiencing that same idol worship if you would right the the fans don't have the 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 legacy the to build Leg- the yeah, legacy, they don't have right. the history right mm-hmm. right they don't have that to to appreciate that right you know this might as well be, this might as well be a history book right you know this is just <laughs> <laughs> the way they, this is like world war ii every world war ii movie you see right the guy is shouting uh well, I'm well, lover, right? <laughs> you know? I, was, I, w- I will say this now. I was speaking to my cousin Clyde Jenkins yeah, about yeah. this very thing with him. Sam Howe. And here's where he said he understands it, or at least can see where fans come from. He doesn't think it's like apples to apples, but he here's where he finds his understanding. That he became such a Tony Romo fan because he remembered the days of Quincy Carter post-Troy Aikman. So he was like, right. it had been so long since they had a quarterback who looked efficient. And Romo, say what you want about him, he was definitely, you know, in his time, a top-tier quarterback and could get the job done. He he won them a lot of games. He lost them a lot of games. The reason he lost them a lot of games because he was the only one keeping them in the games. And so we <laughs> saw that, and he said, as much as it hurt me when he would lose games, I loved him because – I remember what it was like without a good quarterback. And then he says he feels the same way about Dak. Now, he did say he doesn't think Sam Howell is anywhere close to Romo or anywhere close to Dak, but he said he understands where some of the some of the sentiment may come when it comes to Sam Howell. Your thoughts? Yeah, I, I can, you know, I don't agree with Clyde about a lot of things. I'll start with his choice <laughs> of, of, of teams, right? But But I can see that. And this is what concerns me about this upcoming game because the Giants are playing uh, uh, DeVito, a guy who the, the biggest the biggest claim to fame is he still stays at home, yeah. right? You know, he, and not he Danny DeVito. Parents, right? No, not Danny DeVito. No, not that. I'm not sure if they're related, right? You know, Danny DeVito couldn't see over the line either. But, you know, 
No one heard of Tony Romo before they got his first start, right? Mm-hmm. It was uh, Bill Parcell saying, oh, well, <laughs> that's all I got left, mm-hmm. right? You know? Yeah. And well, that, yeah, no, I mean, Clyde brought me through the whole thing. Clyde said he remembers it was like like it was yesterday when he was talking about Romo. He was like, you know, Drew Bledsoe gets hurt, Romo comes in. Been Romo's team ever since he got hurt in that game, man. <laughs> that's right. It's exactly right, you know, so – uh, you know, they the, the Giants just invested a lot of money in Daniel Jones, and uh, he, he gets hurt because they didn't invest a lot of money in trying to protect him, mm-hmm. and <laughs> and it shows now. And now we got a guy who, as I said earlier in the show, is playing a defense that's susceptible to young quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. You know, this. What did I say last week? We should call this the uh, the. Um, the vaccine, the vaccine defense, because it's good for what ails your offense, right? Uh-huh, it's good uh-huh. for what ails your offense. We better watch out, man. This is no guarantee. Dallas, Dallas is hot right now. Uh, it rolled, they rolled up. You know, Dallas is one of the top five teams in the league, top sure. six, right? You know, mm-hmm. Dallas. Everything, everything should be based on Dallas, Philly, KC, mm-hmm. and and somebody else. You don't know who wants to win. San Francisco, it. yeah, 49ers mm-hmm. and the Ravens, right? Just, and the Ravens. That's yeah. what everything should be based on. That so. Um, you know, this DeVito dude might this might be the game that puts him over the top. This might be his shot, <laughs> you yeah. know. And well, and, and by the way, and if you're him, you're looking at it like it's your shot. Like we say, organizations and GMs, they try to tank. Players don't. Every right. single player on this Giants team is coming into FedEx fully expecting to try at least to try to win this game. They're not saying, Oh, well, we've got DeVito and Jones is not here. We might if you could see Saquon's face. When they, uh, when at the point where it was 14 nothing Dallas, you could tell he was disappointed. He's not out there trying to, you know, just get through the four quarters and go back home. No, he's trying to win and they're going to come here trying to win. And if the defense isn't dialed in, it could be a long, embarrassing day. You don't want to be the team that gives DeVito his win. You don't want (laughs) to be that team. You don't want to, right? I I don't want to have it happen. But if there's any squad that can allow that to happen, it's this one because that's what they do. You know, Del Rio doesn't treat a young quarterback like a young quarterback. And that's what, that was the weird thing about Sunday. He treated Geno Smith like he was a young quarterback, but Geno is just the opposite. Mm-hmm. Geno is an experienced quarterback. Geno knew like when the blisters were coming right Gino knew the coverages Gino knew who to go to in, in crunch time and I think that this DeVito kid might know it either hey I heard Kendall Fuller say in an interview we're talking about playing a young quarterback who they don't have film on he said look this dude's an NFL quarterback <laughs> he gotta have something mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. he's gotta mm-hmm. have something there's plenty yeah. of dudes wishing they were in the position that that DeVito is in right now look at when Heineke came along, there's guys out here not playing who can play. Yes. <laughs> you know, yes. Just because the guy's third string uh, uh, practice squad doesn't mean he can't play. And if Del Rio doesn't have these guys ready, look at what Justin Fields came in here and did. I, I, I say this all the time when it comes to, like, I say this a lot when it comes to golf and stuff and even basketball. Like, you can take the 12th man on every NBA roster and all of us who play in rec leagues on Saturday and Sundays and have them run against us, we'll get blown out of the gym because they're <laughs> right. professionals at this. They're right. not us. And we look at them and think because they're the 12th man on the NBA roster or take the 12th man on any G League team. Take the 12th man on every G League team and they will run us out the gym. That's right. Take, we sit here, I play golf all the time and I think I'm good. Take, take the bottom five players on the PGA and the LPGA tour, and they will wipe the floor with us because they are professionals. They're good at this. They know what they're doing. We are not. I have a good friend who attended Princeton University, and he went to school with a, a, belie- a tennis player. I believe the guy's name was Vetus Gerolitis. <laughs> and this dude was known. You see his name, you recognize his name, but he never got above, like, 25th in the world, right? And and someone asked, does it bother you? He said, man, I'm 25th in the world. <laughs> <laughs> right. No one doesn't bother me. I'm fine. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> there's, there's only 24 people in the world that's better than me. And you aren't one of them. And so why would I feel bad about that? <laughs> 
I want to be one, but I'm not. Can't I'm, do I'm it. not. You know, I'm hey, not, hey, I'm not one. That's right, right. Yeah. <laughs> take that number twenty six. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, take that twenty six. And so before before we take a quick break and come back with um yeah. fake news or not, I have one more question. Did you see? I can't remember. Was it towards the end of the first half, or maybe it was in the fourth quarter, where? The commanders were all discombobulated on offense. It was in the fourth quarter. All discombobulated on offense. Take a timeout, run a play, and then lollygag up to the line of scrimmage and the clock's about to run out again, and then they call another timeout. Right. (laughs) Timeout, play, timeout. And I'm sitting there, and I'm screaming, like, if you already had to use a timeout, who's not calling two plays in a row? Like, who's not saying, here are the next two plays. We're going to do this. And if we get the first down, this is the next play. If we don't, this is the next play. That's like, right. That's who's right. not prepared for that? Even if it's just look at the sidelines, we'll do a signal, and that will tell you what to like. What's the second timeout for? I was I was just astonished by the lack of with the poor coaching there. Is that is that the enemy or is that is that Ron? They now. By the way, sad. I wanted I wanted to ask Ron that had an opportunity to on on uh, this past week. I was working, you know, overtime. The name, the name of the show was Overtime with Coach Ron Rivera and our good friend Julie Donaldson. But I was Great. there to live engineer. I was not there to to host right. or co-host. So I just sat in my seat and I engineered to make sure that the good people could hear our wonderful friend Julie and Coach Ron. And so I didn't, I didn't ask that. I'm just wondering that timeout. Uh, which who was yeah. that? Was that you? Or was that Eric? Well, uh, he he has said that that a certain calls. He calls. I mean, he he just says, um, "Yeah, we need to do this here. We need to do that here. Who knows? You know." Uh, I, I I put it on Howell. <laughs> you know, okay. Howell's yeah, not yeah, a, yeah. A, a, a Thomas. He has to know the game too. You know, he has to realize down the distance and situation, right? If he's a guy who, um, if he's a guy who's just there to, to perform what they. What they tell him to do, like like a, a computer, <laughs> right? He's not the guy because sometimes a computer breaks, right? You know, mm-hmm. that's what I loved about Heineke, right? Heineke would always show his best performance during the two minute warning when he didn't have to communicate with the guys on the sideline. Yeah, we had, right? when he didn't have to talk to the coaches, he when to talk he to could them. just go in and somewhat improvise. I'm telling you, I miss number four. I miss yeah. number four. I gotta say this, man, because you brought it, you brought you brought her up, right? I, I love Julia Donaldson. I love her professionalism. I loved her as a reporter, right? I love the mm-hmm. fact that when she broke stuff, she didn't report rumor, innuendo. If Julie mm-hmm. reported it, it was fact. And Julie mm-hmm. would break a lot, a lot of stories, right? We said, we told it to her, and they said, I heard X, Y, and Z. And they said, where'd you hear that? They said, Julie Donaldson reported. Oh, that's, that's right, right. Oh, okay, okay. You know, she's <laughs> on, the, on the broadcast with uh, one of our associates, Bram Weinstein, mm-hmm. and uh, London Fletcher, who's the yeah. uh, color commentator. London, let it breathe. You don't have to speak every second that Bram is a speaker. And, and Julie, being the soul that she is, mm-hmm. she lets it ride, you know? She lays back, and yeah. it makes mm-hmm. me it makes me mad. I want the next time I talk to her, and we will talk to her, I'm gonna say, Julie, just elbow your way in there. Elbow yeah. your way in there. When yeah. we first started working with Kornheiser, Andy Poli told me this. I say Andy Poli, we know him as Andy Poland, but of course you all know him as Andy Poli. He told me, he said, look. There's a lot of people on the microphones here. If you got something to say, get in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he told mm-hmm. me that. Yeah. I was very thankful for that, right? You know, I pick my spots. But if you think this is your spot, muscle your way in hey, there. Yeah, and and yeah, Julie, yeah. you know, they're, they're obviously not going to let you do it, right? You know, and and I don't know why. You know, one, you know, he's not he's not a savvy radio guy yet. Maybe it comes from experience. Mm-hmm. But 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 let it breathe, London. This is a three person booth. Ooh, we want to hear what Julie has to say. You know why? You know why she's there? Because she's good. Right. You know, right. You're there because you play football. Right. Right. Work it out. Work it out. Work it yeah. out. Okay. I had to get it off my chest. I've been I've been thinking about that since Sunday. Right. You know. <laughs> I've been thinking about that since Sunday. I had to go. I had to to make a run during the game. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. And, you know. I, you know how I watch the games anyway in complete silence. Right. Yeah. Except you know, I had to hook up where I can get the stadium sound and all that. I mm-hmm. haven't figured out how to do that in my car yet. <laughs> so Manny wants to figure out how to do that here because he wants to start doing play-by-play in the house. My eleven-year-old son Manny. Oh, okay. He wants, All right. He, he wants just the crowd noise so that right. he can call the games here. All right. Well, I can. I'll write up a diagram for you and show you how Thank to do you. it, and it might cost you a dollar or two, but not much. You know, not much. It's not going to cost you much. 
Well, we just talked about your consult, your AV consulting uh, uh, business. And so yeah, we'll make sure we pay. pay We could do that. He'll he'll be great. He'll be great. Exactly. Look, and then when he's going to the Hall of Fame, yeah, I want to mention. Of course you do, and maybe even some money, and maybe even some money. All right, y'all. It's the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network, fifteen hundred AM. Anywhere where you get your fine podcasts. Uh, Coming up after this short commercial break, Kevin and I are coming back with America's favorite segment: fake news or not. It's the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network. Hey, Kevin Stanfield here with you with today's movie review. We have a treat for you today. We're going to talk about Trolls Band Together, the third installment of the fantastic Trolls franchise. Now, you know the whole cast of characters lending their vocal talents to this fabulous good time movie. People like Anna Kendrick, Justin Timberlake, uh, David Diggs, Kanal Nayar, that's Raj from Big Bang Theory, Keenan Thompson, Amy Schumer from Saturday Night Live. You know, <laughs> this was actually a pretty good movie. It was very entertaining. So many references for the adults. Like, there was a lot of references about the, the early stylings of Justin Timberlake, him having frosted tips and braided hair, so on and so forth. And it was a homage to the band boy era. But you know what? Enough about me. I liked it as an adult, but this is who the movie was actually made for. Hello, everyone. My name's Blair, and today we will be talking about the Chose movie band together. Blanche, get up there. Go sing with your brothers. I'll do it to save Floyd when I have to, but I'm not doing it right now just for funsies. Oh, yeah. Okay, you're probably right. No, 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 no. You're the one who... Wait, what'd you say? No, you're afraid that singing with your brothers again after all these years will overwhelm you with emotions too powerful for you to handle. I, I agree with you. I don't think you can handle it, so I think you shouldn't do it. I think I can handle singing a song. Prove it! Prove it! Prove it! Prove it! <sighs> all right, fine. I really liked it. I liked the when... Well... Every part. The singing was really good. I really like the dancing. The movie was about um, having a perfect harmony. Branch's brothers were singers, and one of them um, was locked up in a diamond, and they had to do a perfect harmony. Poppy didn't know that she had a sister, and then all of them came together. They had a big adventure. They they really liked it. It was just fun. The best part of the whole movie was they tried to get the bad guy, and they did it, and they um had a concert. So there you have it, everybody, from the mouth of babes, trolls. Band together, a lot of fun for everybody. Kevin Stanfield here for the Federal Football Report. Welcome back to the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network, 1500 AM, anywhere where you get your fine podcast. I'm Claude Jennings. He's Kevin Stanfield. Kevin, it is now time for America's favorite segment, Fake News or Not. It's time for Fake News or Not. Not, 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 not the not, echo there. Not, not. Uh, essentially, you guys know the drill. <laughs> fake News or Not. I give Kevin three statements coming out of Washington. He lets me know whether it's fake news or not. That's why we call the segment fake news or not. Okay, Kevin. Yep, yep. Fake news or not, question number one. When Sam Howell threw that touchdown to De'Ami Brown to tie it up late, there was no doubt in your mind that the defense was going to give it up and they were going to lose with 52 <laughs> seconds left. Is that fake news or not? Oh, that's news. That's absolute news. I said, wow, they they, uh, they left too much time on the clock. <laughs> First of all, where has De'Ami Brown been all year long? You never know who's going to be on the field. You got the Army Brown. You got Jameson Crowder, who just joined the team two weeks ago, right? You know, mm-hmm. you got uh, 
you got Pringle. He's my favorite dude on the team, right? You yeah, know, cause, yeah, yeah. Because because of the name, right? I'm a big Pringle fan, right? You know, he fits right in. <laughs> you know, always <laughs> consistent. You know, mm-hmm. Run the same pattern all the time, right? Mm-hmm. You know, fits in with the rest of the guys, right? You know, uh, you know. And and where is God? What's the dude's name? I forgot his name, right? Who was Jahan Dotson. Oh, that, that, that's strange, man. He was on the milk carton. You didn't see him at all because he had like his best game of the year. Two weeks ago, right? <laughs> and mm-hmm. all of a sudden, mm-hmm. I don't think he, held, he caught a pass last week. I really, you know, I, I think that uh, he got uh, blanked. It's, mm. it's weird. And uh, I'm thinking about who's the, the kid from the Titans that we got, the tight, uh, the uh, the free agent who stayed hurt for two years and the, the little guy that uh, – that, Oh, uh, Curtis Samuels? Samuel, right? Yeah. See, I forgot to do <laughs> That's the dude that uh, uh, Scott Turner insisted on running up the middle all the time, right? <laughs> they, got, they got like 25. You don't know who's on the team. I don't know how they can build any consistency, right? You don't know. Like, you could probably look at the huddle and say, I don't know who plays for the team. <laughs> you could huddle and say, who are you, man? What are you doing right. in here? And you know what? That's, that explains the inconsistency of this team, right? Because the guys too many guys practicing, right? <laughs> you don't know who the best guys are. Mm-hmm. You don't know. In crunch time, you want your best players on the field, right? You know, you don't, you, too often I look and, 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 um, and uh, Brian Robinson standing beside the coach, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah, to, yeah. But Terry catches the pass and he runs off the field, right? Who's mm-hmm. starting to tie in? What happened to the kid, the, the, the tight end from Utah, the the guy with the with the, the golden locks, the tall, uh, the uh See, you know, <laughs> right, Turner. Yeah. Who knows where uh, he is? Well, well, this is where what's is so he? funny. You talk about this, and, and and we talk about this a lot, whether you're scheming yourself out of things. Like, when we played football, and forget Little League and high school, we're just on playground stuff. The best players played at, well, the, the play. Why all of a sudden now there's got to be these compact, complex packages where the best players in on this package, but not on that package, and they rotate this. Well, the players got to rest. I remember when we used to play, we played every play. Like, you're tired or not? Like, what are you tired? Aren't you trying to win games? You're a professional. And, and again, there should not be an offensive package. Now, again, unless Terry gets a deep ball and he runs something down and maybe it's incomplete and he's a little, he's a little winded or whatever. But I can't imagine a package on offense where B-Rob and, and, and Scary Terry not in it. Who draws up packages that don't include those two? It doesn't include your best players. It doesn't make sense. It it also makes it easy for the defense to defend. Yeah, like, oh, good. We don't have to disguise anything. We can just man up. We don't have to worry about these guys. They're on the sideline, right? Right. You know what it it reminds me of? So I had, so in Manny's Little League football team, I had to talk to his head coach and the guy who acquired the offense because what he would do is, so we were an 11U team. We had 11-year-olds, 10-year-olds, and we had a few 9-year-olds. And right. what he would do to get everybody playing time, he would ha- he thought he was so smart. Oh, I've got this twins formation or this uh, trips formation where I'm going to send some of the younger kids out as twins or trips on the side, but we're not going to pass it to him. We're just going to run the ball with a certain play away from that side or even maybe even to that side. And I said, these teams know after the third time you do that that you're not going to throw them the ball. They, they're they not even checking these guys. They're leaving them out there by themselves without a cornerback because they know you're not going to do anything. And if we run to that side, they can't block the bigger kids. Like, it doesn't – that doesn't work. There shouldn't yeah. be a package where you put those three on the outside just uh, – no. like, why aren't the best players on the field? Right, right. You're not put, you're not teaching the kids anything. You're not teaching them their their responsibility or their roles. A lot of times, <laughs> they'll find out what will happen if they don't do their job on the play. Right. If your job is to get mm-hmm. the guy get number seventy, if your job is to block him, this is what happens if you don't block number seventy. So you guys try harder to block Correct. this guy. Yeah, that's Correct. that's uh, there's too many people okay. coaching at all levels who shouldn't be doing it. So your answer, to, the answer to that was news, but I got oh, no absolute news, absolute okay. news. I had no doubt. I had no doubt, and and uh, you know I've, I've been hard on my boy uh, St. Juicy over the years. I would say yeah. things like he played. He, he, he played. I think he played a pretty good game Sunday. I mean, he played. He plays dirty. He, he's not dirty. <laughs> not dirty to the uh, the extent of dirty like trying to hurt somebody. Mm-hmm. But he'll bend every rule he can. It seems like his joy, his technique is to see how many holes he can get away with. Right. And just little things like like his one of his favorite moves is like he's running with a receiver and you know how you pump your arms to run. He'll put his arm out 
acting like he's running, but in uh, but in actuality, he's keeping the other guy from pumping his arm or reaching up for the ball. He mm-hmm. interferes with the people all the time. All the time yeah. But he does it in a way like he he's in and out, stick and move, that type of thing, right? I I I think that he's a good enough athlete. He doesn't have to do that. Right. You know, I right. would say if you're close enough that you can do that, you can like pick up, pick up, then you're, you know, then you're close enough to make a play on the ball. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you can, yeah. you don't have to do that, but, mm-hmm. but that comes, you know, at least that's his technique. That's, that's yeah. his technique. All right. And, uh, but see, he went up against uh, a big receiver this time, right? You know, right. so, uh, uh, Metcalf is a BK is a Metcalf, huge yeah. guy, right? You know, you yeah, look extreme, at him. Yeah. Extremely big. Yeah. Tight yeah. End so, receiver speed. Yeah. Right, exactly, exactly. So that doesn't work. I mean, it might, you know, it didn't work against AJ Brown. It doesn't, no. doesn't work against the, you know, it's not going to work against CD Lamb, right? You know, mm-hmm. it, yeah. So I, 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 I wish that he would cut that out. I wish, you know, but still, even with yeah. all that, you know, yeah. it was a key penalty on him. One of the times they called it, and then he does like a wrestler, like what, <laughs> you know? Yeah, you know, like Hulk, he's, Hulk he's, I didn't, he's shot. I didn't hit him with that chair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you like know? you know exactly what you did. So here's a bonus though to that. First question with fake news or yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, so there was yeah. a lot of um, discussion. And this is what I'm talking about when I say distraction measures, right? Like trying to distract people from like the obvious. They lost. There was this whole debate towards the post in the post game. I'm listening to, you know, calls calling into the Scott to Scott Jackson and Fred Smoot, but then also um, television afterwards where people were saying, if you score that touchdown, you got to go for two, you know, and I'm just trying to figure out what would going for two do what's the difference between being tied and being up by one with 53 seconds left when a field goal is going to win it? It's not like there was just five seconds left. And so if you go for two and make it, you win. No, it was, it was 53 seconds left going for two. Wouldn't do anything. Well, it would put their offense in a different position. No, cause, cause they would have to score a field goal. I think what they were saying was, is that they would, there was, there was some comfort in the fact that if you didn't get the field goal, you're definitely going to overtime. And I'm like, no, because why would Seattle even want to go to overtime? Tied up or down by one, they're going to try to kick the field goal because there are teams in the league, I don't know, that actually tries to win games. And so when there's 53 seconds left on the clock, there's no way that they're thinking, okay, we'll just go to overtime. They're thinking, oh, there's 53 seconds. We can march down this field because we've been doing it all day and we'll kick a field goal and we'll win the game, whether we're down by one or down by two. I don't understand the thought process with some people. No, that, that, that's right, man. You can't, you can't, you can't overthink this thing, right? You get let, like you can't go for it on fourth and two, you know, two minutes in the game, right? You know, at your own forty nine, you can't do that, right? No. You know, you have to, you have to play the basics of the game, and, it, and it's all about field position, and and you can keep playing these analytics games if you want to, like you know, fifty percent of the time, if you go for two, with if the moon is in retrograde and and right. Venus aligns with Mars, you can, you can keep doing that if you want to. But it's not right. that hard. The game is not that hard. It's just blocking and tackling no. and catching and hitting. That's, that's, that's all it is. Just keep doing that. And, and we don't we don't do a lot of most of those. <laughs> there you go. All right. Fake news or not, question number two. Um, if the commanders lose this game, a coach is losing their job. I'm not saying it's Del Rio. I'm not saying that it's, uh, I'm sure it wouldn't be the enemy, but I'm not saying it's the enemy. I'm not saying it's Del Rio. I'm not saying it's Coach Ron. But if they lose this game against the Giants, a coach will lose their job. Fake news or not? I'm saying now that's fake news. I'm, oh, I'm saying, okay. Yeah, and I'm saying it because of what, what Doc said. And the the businessman that that the that Mr. Harris appears to be. I don't think that he's the type of guy who will let a guy go and just collect a check for not doing anything. I think that, I think that um, it's up to the players from that point on to decide who's going to play. Um, I, I think that, you know, they, they may have to call their own offensive in the huddle and their own defensive. Coach called Coach called a you know a, a four man up front stunt. I think we're gonna blitz three. What do you all think? <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. They might do it by committee. They might take a vote in the huddle. Right? Well, offense. <laughs> you know, the, and and I've heard things that. Well, this is one reason. This is one place I disagree with Doc, and he says that the relationship that the enemy and Howell have been forming, you don't want to mess with that right now. 
And I kind of disagree with that because you had plenty of quarterbacks that had relationships with the head coaches, right? You know, you had uh, Waltz. Waltz had a relationship with Montana and Steve Young, right, and, and Seifert. And, uh, you know, you had uh, uh, Troy Aikman had a relationship with, with uh, uh, Jeremy Johnson and, and even sure. the, the even the Duke of Oklahoma that won one that, you know, they – I think that Bienemy can handle it, right? I don't think Bienemy is so sensitive that he can't handle it, and and that uh, Howell can't handle it. That part of it won't change. Somebody has to oversee the defense, though. That's not happening. Uh, and, and you know, stranger things have happened, right? There might be an earthquake, or there might be a uh, chicken pox might break out, you know, in, in Philly and Dallas, and Washington wins the division <laughs> or something, right? And maybe we went out. You know, we, right. we we go into the thing, uh, 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 but eleven and seven or whatever, right? You know, they, they, nothing is. They, didn't, they haven't been mathematically eliminated. No, so not I, mathematically I don't think eliminated yet. Right. Yeah, I don't think firing anybody is going to do anything at this point except give somebody okay. a free paycheck. So, all right, fake news or not, and I don't mean to get the rumor mill started on this show because you know we don't do that. We do facts. Right, we right, do what right. we see. But this is straight up rumor mill stuff. So you hear okay. grumblings in New England about Belichick's job security. I'm hearing that he sees Washington as a great fit if he were to leave New England. Fake news or not? Well, interesting you should mention the rumor mill because I started one today. I started a rumor uh, that said that I would be Magic Johnson's uh, uh, sports advisor for for football operations. He's a (laughs) basketball guy. Knows a little baseball, but there's nothing that says he knows anything about football. So mm-hmm. I, I know the rumors out there because I started it. So <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe Bill Bill Belichick might be starting this rumor as well. I uh, I can't see it. I uh, I think there's got to be fake news. Uh, I don't think that this type of operation would be swayed by that. They think that getting a a, a name like Belichick would do anything this would be like getting shanahan but worse because shanahan <laughs> left as a winner right. <laughs> you know and you're getting the reach of a guy who leaves as a loser mm-hmm. there's too many young minds out there who deserve a shot right i'll tell you what rumor i would like to start okay. i'd like to start the rumor that Dion was coming as a defensive coordinator okay because prime uh-huh. you know uh-huh. yeah 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 because that would just that would you know a it would give Dion a shot <laughs> you know it'd be something you hadn't seen before right you know and it'd be something fresh and innovative, right? You know, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be given to Dion a head coach job like so many other people, uh, Cliff Kingsbury, uh, uh, <laughs> right? Undeservedly get uh, get a shot, uh, Chip Kelly, undeservedly <laughs> get a shot. You know, it wouldn't be like that. It would be giving Dion, you know, a, a chance, right? You know, he comes in as a coordinator. Uh, that that could you imagine that? <laughs> that yeah, that would, would be, be crazy. That would be crazy. Yeah, so I'm starting that rumor. So yeah, that that's it's got to be fake news. There's no way uh, an intelligent football mind or mine or sports mind, uh, especially with the advice I'm going to give Magic, would go in that direction. It just wouldn't happen. All right, y'all. It's fake news and I. We wrapped it up for this week. Uh, coming back after this next uh, commercial break, Kevin and I will break down the game coming up uh, this upcoming Sunday against the Giants. I think it's a do-or-die must-win game. Kevin thinks the same thing. We're going to talk about keys to the game uh, and uh, all that jazz. Coming up on the Federal Football Report on 1500 AM and anywhere where you get your fine podcasts. Welcome back to the Federal Football Report, 1500 AM, anywhere where you get your fine podcast. He's Kevin Stanfield. I'm Claude Jennings. Final segment of this week's show. So, of course, we got to preview the game coming up this weekend, this Sunday, against the Giants. Must win. Uh, we've got not Danny DeVito coming in, but we've got DeVito playing quarterback <laughs> for the Giants, who just got their brains beat out of them for the second time this season by the Dallas Cowboys. Um, but don't think that they're laying down. Uh, Kevin, what are key? I'm I'm just going to give you one key to the game for me. All right, I have all right. one key. Brian Robinson, B Rob. That's the key to the game. That's all I have to say. Kevin, you go. <laughs> all right. Well, um, has to be the defense. They just can't think that they're going to show up and and then this team is going to roll over. This guy's an NFL quarterback. The veto is, and mm-hmm. you know, who, you know, and and Saquon has been known to have some pretty decent games against us if he's if he's healthy. Uh, you know, you just can't take the same for granted. This is a type of game that we expect something 
from Magic Johnson. Magic and I are both expecting a certain level of performance from this team. And, you know, by golly, we're going to get it or there will be, <laughs> be heck to pay. <laughs> Isn't that right, Magic? Heck to pay. That's right. <laughs> No, okay, good. So that's your key to the games there. All right, let's let's switch gears real quick. Talk about and everybody who listens to the show knows that you're a world renowned movie critic. Um world renowned. and what makes you stand out among most movie critics, all movie critics actually, is that you critique movies you haven't seen yet. So and you've got this YouTube channel. Talk about the YouTube channel. What are you watching? What's coming up? Give us the movie scene. Because this is a big time for movies right now. The Thanksgiving holiday coming up. It's a big movie thing. There's a new horror movie called Thanksgiving, right? And yes, the K yes. is spelled with knives or something like that. I want to see yeah, it. Yeah. I, I, I kind of want to see it because yeah, I like the kind of horror up, movies yeah. where there's a person in a mask that kills people. Like the saw stuff, I'm not with that, and all the other kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. I want someone in a mask chasing people down and then ultimately stabbing them in the throat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do that. You do that. Yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> excellent, excellent. Like good wholesome family entertainment. Right? You yeah. know, I'm nothing I can I, take uh... the family to see. On <laughs> You know, I'm a I'm a Hollywood outsider, right? So I don't know how the 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 SAG Afro strike and the, the the writer strike and all that affected movies this year, but there's just there's not the 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 pop, the anticipation uh of, of, of past seasons. You know, Thanksgiving traditionally started uh uh, uh the, the movie season where I remember playing I remember taking my kids to see Space Jam the Friday after Thanksgiving and uh I think Top Gun came out right after Thanksgiving, and and uh, a, a lot of pictures will come out between like mid-November uh, and the end of December to get that late Oscar push, right? Mm-hmm. You know, but mm-hmm. it's just not happening this year. Like the biggest uh, movie release of the past, uh, I say month or so, was supposed to be The Marvels, which is you know the Marvel oh, yeah. Cinematic yeah, yeah, Universe, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but it's it's just not happening. People. Uh, they just aren't feeling it, right? You Did know, it already this, release? This... Did the Marvels already release? Uh, yeah, yeah, it released wow. last week. I have not seen it yet, but I so that don't. Put you in perfect think... position to review. Oh yeah, it. perfect position. Uh, yeah, and uh, next week during the show during the break, we'll we'll get my full uh, with interviews. Uh, haven't seen it review, but it's just <laughs> not happening, <laughs> right? You know, and 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 my reasoning is. The original Captain. Are you a are you a superhero movie dude? By yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, but but okay. I am. But my top tier is X Men. Like, because I, I was a huge X Men fan growing up. Right, right, right. But right, I am right. into into the the Marvel universe. I like DC Comics. I'm I'm with all of them. I'm with all of them. Yeah, yeah. Well, you noticed, uh, 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 Captain Marvel was a pretty big movie when it came out, but because that movie and that character were uh, central to the plot. Of the finale of the uh, 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 you know the war uh, the Endgame right. movie right you right. needed to have introduce a Captain Marvel character to to, to create the bridge between um, Infinity Wars and Endgame right right and so that that was that was key right but now she's standing out there on her own right and it's just not happening right people okay. just don't All care right. enough about that character. Mm-hmm. Right, maybe it was a strange haircut she came out with during Endgame. Right, it was really threw a bunch of people <laughs> off. Right, it was so strange even the raccoon had to comment on it. Right, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's just that's just not happening, and I uh, haven't seen it yet. Uh, but I'm going to try to like it. But you'll get my full <laughs> review of of, uh, <laughs> of that next week because I'm a, I'm a, a comic book guy too. Um, you know, uh, you know, it's interesting that being the comic book guy that I am, there's a couple of movies I have not seen yet. Been out a few years. Well, that shouldn't surprise anybody. Okay, I've seen Aquaman. Uh, really, I've not seen it, and okay. you know, I, I I know the story, right? I know the you know the whole story. I wouldn't you know no need to see it. And the sequel is about to come out for Aquaman, and I still haven't seen it. I started to watch Joker the other day, and I was appalled. And I said, people thought this movie was good enough. You know, Joker was nominated for an Academy Award. The one, the the, the previous one, right? Where they went deep right. into his story and stuff like that? Right, right. You right. didn't like that? I didn't like it at all. Kevin, I, <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. I but I'm like also not all, a world-renowned right. movie critic. But I like right, it. Right, Yeah, yeah. You know, I would I would have been better off not watching that one and, and reviewing that one, right? You know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I don't know. Uh, I, did, I did like the, the new Batman, the one with Robert Pattinson, the one that came out last year. The Batman. I, I like I that one. I need to watch because, that. <laughs> I got to see if it's on demand. Maybe I'll watch that tonight. It is. It, is, it, uh, it, uh, it made Batman kind of... Uh, 
kind of human, right? Because you know, you see all the other Batmans with jumping uh, Batmans. All the other, how is it? Is it Batman? Batman or, or previous or Batman? Oh, uh, you know, you could do this weird thing that all the other Batmans previously. You know how they say it, like if there's multiple attorney general, like a multiple, right. in, in a sense, it's just, you wouldn't say attorney generals, you'd say attorneys general. Right, right, so, okay. Yeah, be past, bats, yeah bats, Batsman. <laughs> bats yeah, <man>. previous Batsman. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they were, they were, you know, Batman didn't have any superpowers, right? He was an extraordinary athlete and acrobat, but he'd be jumping off like the Empire State Building, like, like, you know, the scene in the, in the Dark Knight where they just did the skyhook thing where he just, uh, a, a plane came and snatched him off, off the roof. But mm-hmm. Robert Pattinson, like, he'd be chasing a bad guy and looking, saw he was at the roof, the edge of the building. He said, whoa. Right. <laughs> you know, I like that. I said, yeah, that's how a, a guy would do it, right? So I kind of like that. I tell you one thing though, you know, speaking of movies, that, but you I know, to your point, that is how a, a regular, like how Batman Bruce Wayne is supposed to be a regular guy who right. is fighting crime because of what happened to his parents. He right. would be regular, right? And just got right. these gadgets, but he wouldn't want to just jump off a building because he's got this cape on. He'd still be scared. <laughs> he said, "I would be scared." Yeah, you know, and you yeah. know, we're renowned. Critic, right? I'm not a world-renowned superhero, though. But you gotta say, "Whoa!" You know, <laughs> this thing, this bat parachute might not automatically open up, right? You know, and that be bat splattered all over. <laughs> yeah, we're not trying to do that. Yeah, yeah. I, I did see, though. Speaking of movies, did have the opportunity to see the new Trolls movie. Okay. Now, you know, I, I know Manny is probably a little bit beyond the age of, of, of trolls and stuff. He just, you know, missed a little out, bit, right? You mm-hmm. know, but my granddaughter is a little bit younger than Manny and has seen every one of them several times. Manny's so, seen the first and, two and he loved, he loved them. He'll like this one. I'll tell you what. Okay. You'll like this one too, right? All right. It was I trust you. Very, I, was, I was thinking, right, because we got the invitation for the screening, right? So this opportunity to spend a little granddaughter time and, and she was locked in. You know, told nice. me the whole story, the backstory, and she was locked in from beginning to end. And you know what? So was I. <laughs> so was I. Because the way they did it was so clever. They did little references that only the adults would get. Uh, like, you know, the, the, the whole concept is this is a boy band, and, uh, you know, they're trying to rescue one of the, the lost, lost brothers, right? You know, so they would, they would say lines like, come on, fellas, we got to get this thing in sync. Right, you know. Oh, <laughs> yes, yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we're not gonna go back. We're not gonna be working in the back streets anymore, boys. Right. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Right? You know, this is our new edition. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that, That's right? funny. That's and, good. And like all the grown-ups were laughing, and mm-hmm. the kids were laughing at the way the cartoons were acting. Right. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Justin Timberlake does a great job, right? You know, and which is interesting because he's a, he's a tremendous talent. Uh, I like him better as a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, for you sure, know? for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it does. The, you know, it was a great storyline. It was easy for the kids to follow. It was a cartoon, but it was fun. It was really fun. So if you get kids of the age and you give an excuse, a legitimate excuse, it'd be a good a good day out, right? You know, or if Manny, you can leave the TV on, or you wait for the kids a video, leave the TV on, and just if Manny walks by, you might decide to drop in for a visit with the trolls, right? You know, so, yeah, sure. <laughs> Well worth it. Well worth it. Well worth it. All right, so Kevin will have his official uh, review of movies you hadn't seen next week. You'll be able to hear that. And we will have a a review of a game that we will watch, no matter how painful, from the kickoff until it's 0 0 0 0 on the clock. And we'll bring you expert analysis like you hear nowhere else, except on the Federal Football Report, 1500 AM. (laughs) I want to shout out everybody at Hubbard Broadcasting, at Megaphone for all of their love and their support, and unconditional. Uh, moral, moral support and guidance there. Julia Ziegler, shout out to her as well. Uh, tough loss for Penn State. 